Hello and welcome to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I am Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. Before we dive into who our guest is that's in studio, Joe is going to remind us of our show's vision and purpose. Well, welcome everybody to Searching for Service, as Kelly eloquently put. The podcast is all about delving into the transformative world of community service and connection. And then in this space, we respond to the shifts in how people serve and unite under a greater cause. Our focus is on the power of Rotary Clubs as platforms for cause-driven fellowship, inviting both members and non-members to share in this quest. Through inspiring stories, like we'll hear from Mary, we're really excited about that, and interviews, we aim to spark a movement of meaningful relationships and expanding horizons. So join us on this wonderful journey as we explore. Beautiful job. (laughs) Beautiful. I love also if our listeners are truly doing a good job of listening, they get a little teaser on who our guest is. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in to Searching for Service. We have a guest in studio today, and I'm super excited about it because it's one of my favorite people. Absolute favorite people, and that is Mary Brindle. So Mary is a fellow Rotarian um, with our our club, Edina Morningside. Welcome, Mary. Thank you. And I have, I've had the pleasure of listening to several of the. I haven't listened to all of the podcasts, but several. Well, and it's like fifty. We, we won't fault you on that. Okay. You are so good. It, it's Thank inspiring. You. Um, shines a light on Rotary. And um, one thing that you have been talking about is the cause behind Rotary membership. And and it's interesting because that has evolved a bit. Yeah. Because over the years, you have someone who comes into Rotary because they have a job and part of their job is to be community engaged and go find that service club. Yeah, And that may still be happening, but to a greater degree, people are looking for that ability to be on the ground, boots on the ground, find mm-hmm. something to do for for themselves, maybe professionally. Yeah. But it, it really is it feeds their their soul. Yeah. And and I think that I think that makes us all stronger as clubs and Rotarians. Wow, that could have that could have been like our last little tidbit, for, and and it would have been an amazing way to end the show. However, we're starting off on that, and we're starting off well, on a great foot. So I love so it. True, I, I think at least for me that was that was more what brought me in than sure. You know, I'm not required to be in a yeah you know, as a business owner, but I it was more trying to find a place. Yes, I want to be around you know in a network that that helps that too, but it's a place that serves a mission and is not just, mm-hmm. you know, there for, you know, I do like the camaraderie aspect, but it's yeah. the mission base that really attracted me to it. So I, you're right on how it's evolving. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, how, and really quick, like, I mean, it's even evolving further than that. And, and now technology is allowing us to connect globally with yeah. clubs and right. it's just, it's changing the complete landscape. And for some of us, it's easier to take on. For some of us, it's well. COVID, I think, pushed pushed yeah. people to get you know. Mm-hmm. Zoom was a speaking of Zoom, very very speaking limited of use. I remember the first time visiting the Rotary our Rotary Club and meeting Mary for the first time, and she was so wonderful. But Zoom was still incorporated into, yeah. and I think it still is, but just not so much. In the capacity that it was back when we were kind of on the tail end of mm-hmm. um, COVID. And Mary was, I think Mary was trying her absolute best to keep her wits in order. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? Wow, she, like, she's doing a really good job, but you know, she's I like. I got pretty testy. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a lot to manage. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Hurting the kittens. Yeah. yeah. But enough about us. Let's talk about you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how, thank you so much. How You're, long have you been a Rotarian? Let's start there. 1995. Wow. Awesome. So a friend. God, you must have been seven. Oh. 
<laughs> and my hair wasn't this color. <laughs> but no, a friend called, and I'm a gardener. And our president at the time, who's still a member of our club, Mark Moore, said, I want a rotary commemorative garden in Edina. And so Ralph Campbell called and said, would you help us with this project? Sure. All right. So we met a couple of times and we were looking for a spot. And, and of course, Mark had the corner of Highway 100 and Perkins as his ideal spot for this garden. So we went to the city and said, we're hatching idea, and can we put a garden there? And the city manager said, that'll never fly. Mendot isn't going to do that. So that kind of got shelved, but I got my introduction to Rotary and to Edina Morningside Rotary and Tuesday mornings and... Wow, Tuesday's the greatest day of the week. You know, you it is, and you know the energy mm-hmm. of our of of our socializing before the meeting, and then the meeting itself, and what we do um, socially, and um, you know, from a service perspective, uh, it's the, Tuesday's the best day of the week. Yeah, it's yeah. a great way to start the day too. Mm-hmm. Well, really I think a missed component too of Rotary is self improvement and development. We have really mm. oh, great yeah. speakers, yeah. and yeah. just like it's just really yeah, you learn. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. learn. It's awesome. All, there's always, always, always gold nugget takeaways. So no matter what your day is that you uh, visit your Rotary Club, mm-hmm. it's a good day. It's yeah. a good day, exactly. Yeah, and you've always been with Edina Morningside. I have been. Yeah, that was okay. my it's it's the club I joined and and I have I've actually visited a lot of clubs. And I I find that if you as a Rotarian, if you have the ability to visit other clubs, it kind of helps you to get get to know your own club better. Mhm. But you find things that other clubs do that your club doesn't do and you go, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So it can you can bring ideas back. Sure. But um, but yeah, it, I I enjoy the different aspects of it. Okay. But part of uh, part of what I've learned in our club is the value of how clubs partner. Yeah. yeah. And there are projects locally and internationally that clubs do together. Yeah. And it's kind of nice then to get to know those other clubs Mm -hmm. so that as you work on those projects together and hatch other ideas for future projects together, um, you've got even more energy behind the idea and the outcome. That's great. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being new to it, I've seen it happen, but, uh, you know, I haven't – I mean – been to other clubs, but not not as much as that. And I like that idea to mm-hmm. to try and get out there because I think you'll learn just like we do every day. Yeah. It is, and some of the projects that we do rely on other clubs partnering with us. So then you take that message to that club. Maybe you mm-hmm. are that club's program for the day, yeah. or maybe you are an announcement yeah. at that club. As we've had people visit our club yeah. for their own announcements, but it's it's a great way to kind of fuel your own rotary mm-hmm. participation. Fill, Speaking fill of service projects, what's been your favorite service projects in your long tenure oh, of wow. rotary? So um, there is one that has kind of evolved and um, and isn't active right now, but that is junior police. Hmm. And so where basically uh, this is a program, the police officers go into the classroom of second and third grade and talk about safety, being safe in your community, mm. understanding mm. what that is, Wonder, understanding, you know, look around your neighborhood. If there is that house where the newspapers are piling up, maybe something's going on there or maybe yeah. they're not there or whatever it might be. Uh, and so just just a better – you get a better understanding of your neighborhood and your community. Yeah. Hmm. And the kids get to visit with police officers. Yeah. Police officers are in their flashy uniforms and, yeah. and they love that. Yeah. And so basically our role was to put together the program around the police officer's visit. 
they get a workbook. Yeah. And uh, and then we, the second visit, we get to pin them with their police badge oh, and <laughs> fingerprint them with their thumbprint <laughs> on, oh my on, gosh. on a little card. How adorable. Yeah. That's signed by the police chief. I, I have two follow-up questions. One, why did they um, target second and third grade? I think just because it's it's an age where – They don't know everything yet. Yeah, like <laughs> kindergarten – to me, kindergarten and first grade might be just a little too yeah, young. But this is I where kids wondering. are on their bikes. Okay. And yeah. so the, the safety of being out, sure. that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they're just starting to ride their bike out in the neighborhood. Yep. They're just starting to get out. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. My next question um, is uh, when did this not ha- – like when did Just it- the last couple of and- years. Okay. It's kind of been since COVID. COVID. Okay. It's I, kind I, of been since I, wa- I know. COVID, the, yep. okay. the world's wet blanket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so during that time, a couple of the officers thought, well, you know, we've been doing this this way for – 30-some years, yeah. and maybe there's a better way to do this. So okay. that's kind of – from a community perspective, they're okay. kind of remaking it. Okay. So they're going back to the drawing board they essentially, are. and it'll be mm-hmm. it'll go back into effect. It was so funny. I actually thought I teed you up nicely for Camp Enterprise. And you're <laughs> going to go right into that, but you didn't. You swung at another but, 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 yeah. but I like that that project, and it's, yeah. it's one that now there's a club in California that asked for our stuff oh, because they're going to start it. Yeah. Wonderful. So Oh, it's actually one of our former members who lives now in California. Nice. Go. And so so we sent our stuff out there, and so they're going to start a junior police. Love it. All right. We are going to dive into Camp Enterprise, which is the purpose of having Great. Mary yes. on. You are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... And you can find us by looking up Searching for Service. And we'd love for you to share the program, five star, and follow us. And you can also find us on YouTube. Beautiful job, guys. I like our YouTube videos. I find myself watching them all the time. (laughs) Are you only looking at yourself? No, I'm looking at you, my beautiful wife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you are tuning in for the first time, um, we have Mary Brindle on. She's a fellow Rotarian with Edina Morningside. Um, But she came on to speak about Camp Enterprise. And so, Mary, let's, let's start off with talking about what is Camp Enterprise. Camp Enterprise is a it's a program of and it's a joint project of Edina Rotary Club and Edina Morningside Rotary Club. But I want to be really careful here because it didn't start with us. Mm. It actually started with the Rotary Club of Alexandria, Minnesota. Oh, okay. And they started Camp Enterprise of this idea of bringing high school kids together and entrepreneurs together Mm -hmm. to kind of understand and share their experiences with students who are at that budding stage of trying to figure out what the rest of their life is going to look like, (laughs) you know. And um, and so they started it. And so about the time that they decided not to go forward with it, 
Then Edina Rotarian Dan Hallberg heard of it and brought that project to Edina Rotary. And then, and that may have been before our club was formed. Oh, yeah. Our club was formed by Edina Rotary. Yeah. And and we came into being in 1989. And right, right at that point, we began partnering in Camp Enterprise. So Camp Enterprise is is a program that takes place in the fall of the year and and it's annual. We just had it, right? And we just had it November 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Yep. And we had 88 students. Wow, congratulations. And so that is when you look at what Camp Enterprise <clears throat> is, what we do is we we have a case study that is kind of the core project that helps the students experience Camp Enterprise firsthand. Okay. It used to be that at Camp Enterprise you heard a bunch of speakers and you wrote an essay about what you heard from the speakers and you learned and you processed what you learned in that way. And <laughs> and about the time that I came became a Rotarian, I said, you know, we got to – Keep the kids more Liven engaged. Liven it up a little bit. Yeah. Keep the right kids now. more engaged. <laughs> and I was actually doing a project with a case study as its core. Okay. And I, and I said, let's, you know, let's try this. And it's really been a success. I want to take a step back and just share with our listeners, what is your role? Like, how did it start off and how has your role evolved with Camp Enterprise? So my role... I've played about every role. <laughs> yeah, I know. In, I know. In <laughs> Camp Enterprise. So I had my first year as a Rotarian, I became involved with Camp Enterprise. Okay. And so you have about 100 volunteers wow. who put this on because with 88 students, we had 11 teams of eight students on a team. Each team has a mentor. That mentor is an adult mentor. Often it's a Rotarian, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's a person with experience as an entrepreneur, as someone who understands process and Systems. keeping people yeah. collaborative. and Exactly. And then also we have college-age counselors. Oh, cool. Okay. So we hire counselors basically to be with the kids. Oh, okay. So they're in the cabin with the kids overnight. Yeah. They're at the table with the kids eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. That's a good delegation of dollars. I mean, I'm yeah, just it is. it is. Well, and also for our guests, I want to make sure that this actually does take place at a camp. It, and it does. Was, it did was True it a, Friends Camp Courage. Camp Courage. Camp Courage in in Maple Lake. Yep. It's a lovely facility. Um, you know, it's been there a long time, long time. and not that long ago, Cambria. And I suppose this is a, a oh, little yeah, plug for right. Cambria, but they came in and they they remodeled the kitchen and all the bathrooms. It's lovely. And the cabins are beautiful. So it's really a great facility for okay. the kids. There are there are some nice they're big They're not roughing it. That's what I was gonna say. They're not really roughing it. They're bringing sleeping bags. <laughs> and and there's beds with mattresses, so they're putting their sleeping bags on the mattress. But Very cool. But it's it is really it's the food is good. The staff, uh, the staff is second to none. Well, and it's They're such wonderful. a nice opportunity too. If you're a listener out there, if you want to get involved in mm-hmm. something, like, it's such a nice opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a huge need for volunteers, and then uh, if you've got you know entrepreneurial expertise, obviously that's a that's a huge winner for right. For the group. So the way camp works is up until you know. Starting now, we're planning the 2024 mm-hmm. camp, and the chair is Michael Birdman from our club. Hey, mm-hmm. all right. Our, yes. Nice job, Michael. Our, our club. Yes. And so the chair position swaps back and forth each year. Okay. So Michael Birdman is chair this year. There will be a co-chair from Edina Rotary, who will then be the 2025 chair. So it kind of goes back and forth. So basically, camp is a series of speakers so we have speakers that come from a variety of backgrounds with a variety of experiences. 
They are all entrepreneurs. They are women. They are men. They are. They they cover the all creeds all and the yeah all the, the range yep. of diversity, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we have six speaker spots, and each one kind of feeds into what the kids are doing on their case study. Sure. And and it's it's really interesting to find out how well that all just kind of blends together. Mm. <clears throat> can you kind of connect the audience to the case study component? Like can you share what this year's case study was? You know, this year's case study was different than ever. Okay. Um, usually we've had products, products or services, and maybe even a nonprofit. This year they had something that was not fully formed at all, and Mm. they all got the same case study, and it was up to them what they formed with it. Okay. And I actually haven't seen what they did this year, but it was a success and – and and it was great. We've had in in the past. We have had cere- breakfast cereal. Sure. We've had shampoo. We've had a hockey rink. We've had, you know, an, any of many things. Yeah. And this year they took kind of a different approach to it. Rather than having case studies that were specifically identified, they had a process. Yeah. And they let the kids take it as a team. And see what they did with it. Almost Interesting, it was like a startup. Yeah. What does the um, two kind of two and one? What's the selection process look like for the prof- the business, co- like the business individuals that are coming in? Um, and then what's the process of selecting what the? Um, oh my gosh, I want to say scenario, but case study, case study <laughs> looked like looks like for each year. It's totally the committee. Okay. And there is this year Raj Kumar of Mm -hmm. Edina Rotary kind of headed up the case studies. Okay. So the creative engine behind how they presented the case studies and how they were put together for this year really is is attributable to Raj. Okay. Well, and I mean the the goal of the – the entire thing is to challenge these kids to to think creatively, understand how to follow a process, understand how to create a business plan, like, you know, really yeah. like fully real life skills mm-hmm. that regardless if they go into, you know, business, whatever they end up studying is that it's going to be a useful tool going forward. And mm-hmm. I, I think Camp Enterprise, I, I still remember when uh, Camp Enterprise got canceled because of COVID and I've never seen you so devastated. Never. Like you were completely devastated because you understood the impact that, you know, this can have on on the kids that serve, that that go out and serve in it. So, um, well, it was a missed opportunity for a lot of kids. And, um, and these 88 students know firsthand how much that, how much weight that, how how much that weighs really. Mm Uh, but but really, um, yeah, the the selection process as far as the mentors are concerned, yeah, mostly who can stay at camp for three days, yeah, <laughs> sure. But uh, but because it's a big commitment, yeah. But really, it's you want someone who's engaging, sure, who can help the kids learn about each other so that they come together. Yeah. Okay, that's a huge piece of it. Okay. Where are, are the students all from one school or are they a group? They are from both 59.50 and 59.60. So and kind is of it the, whole, the whole area. The whole Freshmen through from state. Uh, juniors and seniors. Juniors and seniors. Okay. Juniors and seniors. Basically, St. Cloud and South. Okay. Both yeah. sides of the river. Cool. So, sense. yeah. So you've got students coming from both both districts. Well, I think okay. I think for the next segment we should just dive into some stories and some successes that you've yeah. you've encountered. I think that's what we'll tee up for our audience here. Sure. Sounds good. All right, as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk and I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back.
Up your game and show off your Rotary Club spirit. Did you know there's a one-stop shop for all things Rotary apparel? Russell Hampton Company is the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary-branded merchandise. From apparel like hats, jackets, and shirts to banners, tents, and awards, they have it all. And most things are customizable. And they can handle orders of all sizes. Russell Hampton Company also has deep connections to Rotary. In 1920, the company founder was part of Rotary Club No. 1 in downtown Chicago. Russell Hampton Company models their business on the Rotary 4-Way Test and gives back 10% of all purchases to Rotary, supporting its global work. So the next time you and your club are out on a service project, arrive with the right swag from Russell Hampton Company to promote your club and Rotary. Even non-Rotarians will want some of your cool hats, shirts, and jackets. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Show off your Rotary Club spirit with Russell Hampton Company. They're the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary items. They make everything like hats, jackets, shirts, banners, and more. Russell Hampton Company is a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business founded in 1920 by a member of the first-ever Rotary Club in Chicago, Club Number 1. When you call Russell Hampton Company, you get more than just a company, you get a fellow Rotarian-owned business who's there to help. No matter if you're ordering for your entire club or just yourself, no order is too big or too small. Not sure what your club needs? Their team members can help and customize just about anything. They live by the Rotary 4-Way Test. They also give 10% of all purchases back to Rotary to support Rotary's global work. So remember, Russell Hampton Company is your one-stop shop for all things Rotary. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Russell Hampton Company, Rotarians serving Rotarians. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... You can find us by looking up Searching for Service. Go ahead and uh, throw a like on there, a comment, and we do most love the five-star reviews. Subscribe. Subscribe. We have YouTube. Thanks for <laughs> Yeah, definitely check out the YouTube page. It's it's really fun to be able to see the the guests and as Joe the, mentioned, the amazing hosts. As as Joe mentioned, you can look at our beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're in our third segment here with Mary Brindle, who's a fellow Rotarian with Edina Morningside, but she also plays a pretty pivotal role with Camp Enterprise as well. So the last um, two segments, we talked about who who is Mary, who's Mary Brindle, all about her. And then in the last segment was really about Camp Enterprise. I think this third segment, let's talk about stories. let's, talk, let's some, talk about some, some stories, stories some successes, impact. and I think challenges too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure you've come across some, your fair share of those oh, wow. challenges as well. So... Um, you, how often do you, you know, talking, you've been involved with it for so long, do you end up meeting Rotarians that went through the program? Does that happen ever? Oh, it does. It, it, it does. And, and I end up, um, I, but we all end up running into people. I went to Camp Enterprise, yeah. you know, back in the day and. <laughs> and I dial back to see what was I there that yeah. year, but <laughs> but but it's it is unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, it, it's an unforgettable experience. So some of the kids want to come back for a second time mm-hmm. because ah, I learned so much, and I know what I know what else I want to learn now. Yeah, and so they're very motivated to come back a second time. And we actually this year had several kids. Who came back a second year? Okay. So I'm I'm glad the case study was different yeah, yeah. this yeah. year, so that they had a chance to do something different. Yeah. And mm. but one of the one of the big big things about Camp Enterprise that uh, you know the kids learn skills, but mostly they learn about themselves. Totally. Mm-hmm. So. They didn't know that they were the person who could lead a team. Yeah. Never saw that in themselves. Sure. Now, 
the first way that we really prepare teams to get to know everybody. Nobody on the team knows anybody else. Yeah. And it's by design. Um, we actually had a group of girls last year who were disappointed. They were all from one school. And they were very disappointed they were not on the same team. Yeah, I bet. Oh. And that's by design. Yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty tough for them. But uh, but anyway, um, it's it, the there's a team building element to Camp Enterprise. So think outward bound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as challenging as outward bound, but still going through exercises that the completion of that exercise cannot be done by one person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It takes a group. It takes a group. And so consequently, you've got uh, 11 teams of eight people. So think about eight people. And you've got this task that this group of eight has to do. And there's someone who just kind of emerges as the person who says, here, let me help you do that. Okay. And so by the time they're finished, they've got like three of these exercises. By the time they've finished the third exercise, their counselor is with them and their mentor is with them, their adult mentor. So they're kind of observing but letting the kids kind of sort through this. Mm-hmm. Because when the case study starts, there are roles. There's the CEO, there's the CFO, there's the CTO, technology, there's the there's the um, human resources the person. So these various think of an, a corporation. Yeah. What are the roles that you need in place in order to Function. reach your mm-hmm. yeah reach your goal? And, and, you know, keep that machine moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so those are the roles in the case study. So as this team building exercise moves on, there's one, I don't know if they did it this year, but there's one where there's like eight things and they're on the ground. And your goal is to remember where eight, those eight items were. Hmm. So you can recreate that. Yeah. Okay. And you go back and you look. And you, oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. That was there. Okay. And and there are definitely two or three people who are helping each other. No, no. I think it was over there. I think it was over there. And by that's just one exercise. Okay. Another is there's this uh, this elastic net elastic netting. Like between two trees. <clears throat> and it's got these squares. And you have to get everybody from one side of the netting to the other without touching. The person going through can't be touching the netting. Wow. Okay. So you're going to have, you so know. You people pulling the net. Got people teamwork. pulling it o- open and another person pushing down on the bottom and opening a hole so that person can go through. You've got athletic people who can do that easily. Mm -hmm. And you've got non-athletic people who are still developing, who are going to go through that, but they're probably not going to be quite as As graceful. Yeah, yeah, agile, great word, as as that athlete. But everybody gets through it. And Mm. there is somebody who emerges as kind of that peace yeah. that yeah. made everybody successful. Well, and I was just going to say like all this story is reminding me just how how selective the entrepreneurial mindset is. Not everybody possesses it, but and you will learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. searching for it. Yep. Yeah. And, and for some they learn what their limitations are, they learn what yeah. they're capable of, what like who they need to partner with, because again, limitations aren't a bad thing. Then you just need to know who to find to push your limitations, right? right. Yeah, and yeah. Who, to, who to connect to and how to build teamwork. And I think that you know, running my own business, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this stuff when yeah. I was yeah. in high school. <laughs> like yep. e- even even just the the um, the the ability to connect to people mm-hmm. and to to build teams and to. Well, collaborate, few, think through critical few, thinking. if any, 
people that you can think of that are got there by themselves. Oh, right. right. That's not, not possible. I don't know. Yeah. No. They just they just surrounded themselves with the right people exactly. very early, like very Ex- quickly. Exactly. And you can see this starting to happen. Yeah. And some of these kids are in the upper echelon of their academics and some of them aren't. Right. What is the student selection process? I've yeah, yeah, I was going to – and what's the capacity the, too, the, the I guess, is another question. So as far as the selection, we go to Rotary Clubs and say, we're holding Camp Enterprise. Send us students. Okay. Yeah. They go to their high schools and it's the guidance counselors at the high schools. It's the DECA club at the high school. Okay. It's, you know, they they – they go and they recruit students. Okay. And um, and basically we take who they send. Yeah. Okay. That's and great. not all the kids are the DECA or the or or the person who, hey, I know what I'm gonna do with my life. Yeah. The really the the fun in it is the person who I don't know. They said come, so I'm here. (laughs) I I bet the guidance counselor sees potential. Exactly. But they're they're maybe, you know, it's socioeconomic Mm -hmm. and the, or, you know, they just are. Or just like what we have in our child is that they just don't give a bleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because none of the kids or their families pay for this. Yeah. It's all Rotary. Yeah. Wow. So when we go to Apple Valley Rotary Club, when we go to Arden Hills Rotary Club, whatever Rotary Club, they go to the area high school and they sponsor the students who come through their high school. Yeah. Now, if there are students who want to come, let's say Arden Hills says we'll send three and we've got three, and there's two more from Arden Hills who want to come. There are Rotarians who step forward and say, "I'll pay for that." Yeah, I'll yeah. pay for that. Okay. It that, occurred this year. Imagine that. That, yeah. that, that always happens. Yeah, yeah. it occurred this year. Um, is there a cap on how many uh, high schoolers can come? To camp? 120. 120. We're okay. full at 120. Okay. Then you know number of teams, and and how all of that dynamic works gets kind of big. Yeah. Okay. So 120 mm. is full. So do you feel like 88 was a pretty no, 88 nice was ideal. number? Okay. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Interesting. 88 was good. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned something um, really quick here. You know, there's kids that want to come back for a second year. Has there been any thought of having kind of like a year one, year two camp enterprise where you, you We're beginning to. to. Okay. We're we're beginning to. We've had you know we've had a couple of other ideas related to Camp Enterprise during COVID. We actually tried to do a remote yeah. for the eighth and ninth graders to kind of get them thinking about Camp Enterprise. Sure, it didn't go anywhere. They were already living in remote the remote everywhere. Real yeah. world, and yeah. they weren't interested. I, I think. I think this would be a perfect segue into our last segment to talk about like what What's the future, future? Sure. what the future could look like for Camp Enterprise. Yeah. So, um, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk, and I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back. serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Is it the truth? 
it the truth? Is it fair to all concern? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite, favorite, favorite podcast platforms. Which ones are those? Oh, you mean all of them? Yes. Spotify, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's all of them, folks. And you can find us by looking up Searching for Service. And we do like those five-star Love reviews. reviews. Love to share if you're yeah. interested and spread the word. YouTube channel. YouTube. We have that. Like, subscribe, get ring the little Boy, bell thing. we have really great mediums for getting s- the searching for service message out, don't we? Yeah, there's a lot. Awesome. Meet you where, wherever you're comfortable with it. Awesome. Or regular radio. <laughs> well, to our listeners, thank you for um, tuning in for our last segment here with Mary Brindle. Um, she's our favorite Rotarian with Edina Morningside. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Sorry, I'll speak for myself. My <laughs> favorite Rotarian. Um, and she also plays a, a pretty pivotal role with Camp Enterprise. And so uh, if you've got a moment to just take a listen to the last couple of segments, you'll learn more about what that Is there a means. website for it? CampEnterprise.org. I'll put that in the wow. in the description of the show. So if you want to check it out, it'll be there. Yeah, and the information on the website right now is about the camp that just occurred November 2nd through 4th. Okay. So you can look at who were our speakers. And um, so we we basically, you know, the way we throw information out to the kids, for lack of of a better visualization, so they get together on Thursday. They get their case study. They meet their mentor and their counselor, and then uh, they go through their team building. After their team building, they know which role in their group they're going to play, and these are corporate roles. And so we set up business specialists. So we have people who come who are CEOs. We have people who come who are CFOs, who are CTOs, who are in human resources, who are in law, and all of these different specialties that you need to run a company. And then the kids, Thursday evening, spend an hour, and they go to their breakout to learn more about their role. Yeah. When they woke up that morning, they did not know that they were going to be at 7 o'clock Thursday evening learning how to read a spreadsheet yeah. and oh understand gosh. what <clears throat> all that information at the bottom means and what it causes, what action it right. causes. And, um, and so that hour is a pivotal hour sure. for them. Although I would I would wager to guess that your CEOs probably knew they were going to be CEOs. They, they might. <laughs> yeah. They might. You never know. But yeah. they they have maybe hadn't given a been given a chance to try it on for some. Yeah. 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 You know. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary, we love to talk about the future uh, in this last segment. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your hopes and dreams and aspirations for Camp Enterprise in the future? So. Getting students is is always that thing that, you know, how do you start every mm-hmm. year getting <clears throat> students? And we have a marketing team that is amazing, and they start their work actually before school starts. Yeah. Okay. And getting a hold of the Rotary Clubs. 
All right. This is going to be the fee this year. So this year, for example, in 2023, a Rotary Club paid $375 to send a student to camp. Mm. Thursday to Saturday, it's seven meals, it's three nights. Those are the things you actually pay for. Yeah. Um, They get a sweatshirt, you pay for that. Uh, And then camp, you pay for that. And then it's it's wrapping all of the volunteer time into that, so you know the the looking it, it's really it starts with marketing and it really ends with marketing with the big hurrah thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm. that I think will always be there okay. it will always be there and the Rotary clubs throughout five nine five zero and five nine six zero. Look at us, both Edina Rotary and Edina Morningside Rotary, to put on a program that they can be proud of. Mm -hmm. They can promote. They know it's going to be great. They know students are going to come back to them and say, wow, I had no idea what Mm -hmm. I was going to be in for and what I would come away learning. So those things, you don't want to break. Right. You know, as you then begin to form the camp enterprise of the future. And and I think that what's going to be really important for that is I know who's around the table right now and it's Rotarians from our clubs. We need to get camp enterprise students around that table. Yeah. We need to get rotor actors who have been at Camp Enterprise, who are in the early stages of forming their business around the table to know, all right, how do we turn the corner with this? Because technology-wise, we're, you know, there's technology in Camp Enterprise, but the kids are way farther ahead than most of the Rotarians who are there in how to put that presentation together, how to put it up on the wall (laughs) <laughs> and how to then get it out to their friends to say, look where I am. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's fascinating too. I, I could see business leaders as well being at that table and that might help drive some of that technology <clears throat> component too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely getting younger and get, you know engaging the younger core is going to definitely help that. Yep. It will. And, and you see – in the younger generations now, in how they're reacting to our world, yeah. Yeah. how concerned they are about our world. Those are the people sitting in our chairs. And we have to relate to that. I literally put down as a question of the evolution with technology, social media, etc. What are the challenges that mm-hmm. you see um, the kids facing right now and how they are looking to overcome it through a a platform like social or a camp enterprise. Yeah, and it's it's a it's actually a great platform that we should gain an understanding of what are the fears of these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they dealing with? I just laugh because you, you said originally camp enterprise was like an essay, and I'm going. These kids would just go into chat GPT and go, yeah. write me an essay based on blah, 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 blah. And they'd be yeah. like, so, done. You know, <laughs> interesting, there is an essay element. Cool. Yeah. So there are five scholarships. We give okay. out $5,000 every year, five $1,000 oh, okay. scholarships. Wow. And the hook is they have to write an essay. Yeah. Okay. Now, selfishly, this is how we learn about Camp Enterprise, is their essays. Yeah, oh, okay. Tell us what you learned. Yeah. Tell sure. us, you know, how is it that you came here? What did you? What was the speaker that met that, that meant the most? What was the experience that meant the most to sure. you? What are you walking away with that mm-hmm. means the most? That well, tells us about camp. I would yeah. think about evolving it into a video presentation because that can be used. Well, A, you know, technology-wise can be used as, as a recruitment tool, but also sure. writing is very important and never will, will not be. But also the, a lot more video is in, in, integrated into 
well, business it's, now. It's the thing now. It's, and yeah. because it's of where they are. Yeah. Exactly. It's where so the it's students kind of, are. It's exactly yeah. why kind this of show a, exists. Two point, you yeah. know, kind yeah. of both points, I think, would yeah. be, um, or, or a combination, but it also gives you a, a tool to use in, mm-hmm. in recruitment. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just something to think the, about as you. Yeah. So Channel 4. I believe it was Channel 4 who came in and they totally volunteered to do this. Um, But they interviewed students and it may have been the 2019 camp. And it's a good video. Yeah. Uh, And it's out. I think it's on the Camp Enterprise website. It's definitely on YouTube under Camp Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, And this year, uh, Rob Bredding of Edina Rotary was the chair and one of his goals was to get some video footage. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing it'll be an updated, cool. an updated yeah. video that will interview students, and it gets you know they're right in it right then they're feeling it they're living it at that moment. Yeah. And giving you know giving their unbridled opinion and reaction yeah. to yeah. what yeah. they're Wrong. what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you see your role? Do you plan on continuing to be to active in this, or you know, tell us more about that as we wrap up? You know, um, I've been chair, I've been case study, I've been the mentor person this year for not the first time. I was facilities, and for facilities, all the work is done kind of before camp. Yeah. So you secure camp, you get the number of cabins you need, make sure you got the meals, you make sure they know how many kids are coming and how many spaces you need for this and that and that and that because we've got breakouts for a variety of purposes and uh, not the least of which Saturday morning the kids all make a presentation to win a fictitious million dollars of venture capital yeah. money. Mm. And so, yeah, Dick Crockett of our club headed up the, the venture capital part of it. <laughs> of course it. he did. Yep, he did. <laughs> and so you've got, in this case, you've got 11 teams who are then vying to get their million dollars of venture capital money. And so when you talk about how to bring it forward, there are many, many elements to what is camp and maybe they remain part of camp or maybe it changes yeah, and it morphs evolve. itself. Sure. But and, for Mary, sh- I wish we had more time. Uh, I know. Gosh. I know. <laughs> this Goodness is great. Gracious. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thank being you on for the show. Us. Love it. I- <laughs> we appreciate you, Mary. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. It's time to stop searching. And start serving. See you next time.